Are you taking a break from your business this holiday season? Let's talk about how to take a break, how to take a break so that you don't feel burnt out, so that you come back fully refreshed and ready to dive into January and hit the ground running, and so that you don't burn down your business in the process. Let's talk about all of that on today's episode. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. Are you taking a break? And I don't mean like a couple days off or that you're not going to see clients, but you're going to be on your laptop working throughout the holidays. I don't mean when I say a break, I don't mean that you're not going to check your emails unless there's something super urgent, but then you'll check and you'll reply to it. I don't mean that you tell your clients, Hey, I'm going to be off, but if you need something, just reach out and I'll be happy to check in with you. No, I mean a break, like an actual break. I have been self-employed for, I don't know, about 15 years now or close to it. Um, and I've learned some lessons about taking time off, especially when it comes to the holiday season or taking a vacation from your business. And I have done it several different ways. I've also done not taking a break and I've seen where that got me. So I'm going to share with you what I have learned and what I do now that's different and what I encourage my clients to do and what I encourage you to do to take a break. So let's dive into it. First of all, first of all, um, there's no working on a break. I remember when I first started my business and my first business was as a personal trainer, the very first year that I was a personal trainer, another trainer in the gym said to me, he said, you know, uh, we're coming up to Christmas. Have you thought about taking time off? And I said, well, well, no, I'm, I'm planning to just work through the holidays because it was my, I'd only been a personal trainer for not even a year yet. I was still, you know, still needing to make money and and get on my feet and I said no I can't I can't really afford to take the holidays off so I was just going to take Christmas Eve like actual like the evening of Christmas Eve off Christmas Day Boxing Day New Year's Day my birthday which by the way is December 30th so um looking forward to that but uh but I said I'm, I'm only going to take the, the, the actual holiday days off but I'm not going to take extra time and he said you know I've been doing this for a number of years and there is no point in trying to work through the holidays because your clients will cancel on you. They don't want to see you during that time and it's not worth coming in. And I was like, oh, I'm going to prove him wrong. My clients are super committed and focused and they're going to want to see me over the holidays and I'm going to be here for them. And it went exactly as he predicted. Um, I should have listened to the wise, experienced personal trainer who knew the industry at that point far better than I did. So I kept myself available and I had a whole bunch of people with great intentions booked with me during that time. And just like he predicted, they started to cancel. And it was things like they got new skis for Christmas and wanted to go try them out on the slopes. So instead of coming to see me, they were going to go take the day and go skiing or kids were home from school. They wanted to do family stuff instead, or they just weren't feeling into it or 
um, or they got a cold or they got sick over the holidays because of all the, you know, the partying and the sugary treats and finally taking time off themselves. They, they needed rest. So I'd go in and throughout the day I would get cancellation after cancellation and I'd end up spending my day in the gym and only have one or two clients maybe show up. And of course, they were never the first client of the day. It was never the last client of the day. It was like clients spread out randomly. So I would need to stay there. And and by the end of the holidays, I felt resentful that I had committed this time and I could have just taken time off and been with my family and been with, well, at the time, my boyfriend, now my husband, but I, I could have spent it with him. So now... The next year came along and I had been going through some business training and development, taking personal development seminars and business development seminars. And one of the things that the trainer kept saying was, you know, it's just a mindset when people say times are slow over the holidays or business is slow over summer. It's just a mindset and you can get past it. So so the next year I was determined I was going to be really busy, not just like I hadn't just learned my lesson that I was going to take time off. I was like, I'm going to work through it and I'm going to be busy and make money. And so again, I worked through the holidays and the same thing happened. I got lots of cancellations, lots of bookings, lots of cancellations. And again, I felt resentful. The next year came along and I had smartened up. So my third year, it took me couple of Christmases to finally learn my lesson and learn that I should listen to the experienced, older, much wiser personal trainer. And on my third Christmas as a personal trainer, I decided I would take Christmas Eve through New Year's off. So about a week off. Uh, and it was nice. It was pretty nice, except if I remember correctly, I think I got the flu. Probably because I had been working so much and not taking breaks that when I finally took a break and took time off, my body just crashed and I spent it sick. And that became a repeat pattern. So it became every Christmas, I would take that time off, I would spend most of it sick in bed. And uh, and then I'd hit January and I would feel exhausted because I, I mean, I took rest, but because I had to take a rest. So why am I telling you this long, boring story? And you're probably listening, thinking, cool story, bro. What's the point? The point is, is that you need to take your breaks and take your time. And I'm not saying you have to take it off at the holidays. If you want to work through the holidays, by all means, work. But take time off at some point. And this is kind of a natural time to take time off because a lot of people take time off now. So if you have the kind of business that's going to slow down anyway over the holidays, why not just take advantage and shut down for a bit? Now, when I say shut down, I mean, you are not available during that time. So once I started taking the holidays off, I made some mistakes. One, I waited too long to take a break and then the holidays would come and I'd get sick, like I mentioned. But then I would also work through the holidays. I wouldn't see clients. I would block my calendar off, but I would work on my business. I'd create content. I'd write blogs. I'd create new, when I was in personal training still, I'd create new programs. I'd, um, I would, I would do things. I'd research things. I'd take a course during that time. And then January would come and I still felt like I didn't get a break. And I still felt resentful that I didn't really get a break. I didn't get my time. So it has taken me all these years. And when I switched into coaching and NLP and hypnosis trainings, 
uh, the same, I was doing the same thing, running the same way. And it was maybe the last, I think, two years. And this is one of the gifts that I have taken from the pandemic. And if you've listened to my show for a while, you know that I, I believe that there are gifts in everything that happens. So one of the, the gifts that I really found throughout the pandemic was finding better balance in my time. Now, I don't believe that there's work-life balance. I believe there's just life and we put our attention into what needs our attention at the time. But I did find a better balance in how I manage my time throughout the pandemic. And so the last two Christmases, I've just taken time off completely. I've still done a little bit of business development work and that's what I'm going to do differently this Christmas. This Christmas, I am working now So before Christmas gets here, I have been working on the last few weeks of creating my plans for 2023. I have been creating content that will be scheduled to go out while I'm taking my time off so that I can fully disengage when I'm on my break, which is from December 20th to January 3rd. So I have everything almost everything said, I still have some content to create, which I'll be creating over the next couple weeks, but I am pretty much ready to go. And that's the first time I've been that prepared for it. And I'll tell you why I'm doing it because I've been doing a lot of research on what happens when we mix our holiday time and our work time and how important it is for entrepreneurs and especially creative entrepreneurs that you need to completely disengage a few times a year where you do not read emails, you do not do any planning, you're not creating for your business, you are filling yourself up. You are resting, recharging. And so during this time, I plan on reading a lot of fiction, reading books that are not related to the work I do, but books that just fill me up that inspire me through fiction. In fact, I've been doing this since August when we went on vacation in August. I started, I I refound my love of reading fiction and it has sparked some new creativity in me. So over the holidays, I'm going to read some fiction. I'm going to watch movies. I'm going to do things with my husband. I'm going to go for walks with my dogs. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'll still be present on social media, but not in the same way. I'll be sharing content that's already been created, so I don't have to create anything. And I'll just be sharing in my stories stuff that we're doing because I still um, I still want to stay connected because I, I use my social media also for connection and community. So I will be sharing stuff in my stories that we're doing or that we're up to, but I'm not going to be focused on business in any way. So... That's what I'm doing. And that's what I encourage you to do. But this takes planning. I think one of the mistakes, I know one of the mistakes that I made for several, several years before I figured this out. And one of the mistakes I see a lot of my clients make is not planning for the break. You need to plan and have things in place so that your mind can rest. You can fully reset. You're not thinking about, well, I should be working on my business plan, or I don't have any appointments booked for January, so I need to figure that out now. Or you're not thinking about, um, I don't have any content going out, so no one's going to know I exist by January 1st. You have it all done and complete. So often a mistake that people are making is they just kind of coast along and they drift into the new year. 
And that sense of drifting does lead to burnout. And you might be wondering why. And I hear this from, you know, I'm around entrepreneurs all the time in different networking groups and different communities. And I hear so many business owners, so many entrepreneurs say, well, it's, you know, it's December, so I'm just like easing off or I'm, I'm checked out in holiday mode, but they're still kind of working and they're still kind of seeing clients, but they're just kind of going to drift into the year. And the problem with that is that you're still kind of working. So you're not really resting. You're not really working. You're in this in-between sort of limbo state that has no momentum, no movement, no purpose, no intention. And then you're going to hit January and have to get the wheels greased before you can start moving forward again. So let's say, and this I see happens anywhere from the beginning of November into December. So let's say you take the last six to eight weeks of the year to just kind of drift through and then boom, January hits. And now you have to start from scratch, but you've been, you know, let's say you're tired because you've been kind of working, not really resting. So you haven't fully restored your energy yet. So you're, you know, and you've had the holiday burnout a little bit. If you have kids, you've been busy with the kids, they've been off school and you're going to holiday parties and maybe you've been drinking some alcohol. Maybe you've been eating foods you don't normally eat. So you're going into the, the new year with a bit of brain fog and feeling a little bit sluggish and feeling tired because you haven't really taken a break, but you haven't really been working either. You've been in this limbo land of the holidays for the last four to eight weeks of your life. And now it's going to take you another two to four weeks to really get back in the game. So you've just lost two to three months of productivity, potential. Like think about how much potential you've just wasted. Um, and, and that's just going to lead to burnout because you haven't really taken a break. The purpose of taking a break is to fully recharge and reset so that you are fully ready and prepared to start the year fresh. You have ideas and inspiration to pull from. You are ready to hit the ground running and you take off successfully. That's the idea of taking a break. So you, you have to prepare. You have to prepare for these breaks. And that's how you do it successfully. The first thing that everyone needs is you need an out of office email. So this is an auto response email that goes out to anyone who emails you and it tells them that you are out of office and it tells them when you'll be back. So I like to have fun with my out of office emails. I used to write really boring ones. I was just like, I am taking a break from this day to this day. And this is when you can expect a reply from me, blah, 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 standard boring. I think we can put a little personality into these. So I've come up with a few, a few ideas to get you started. So I feel free to use any of these and I'll put them in the show notes as well. So you can just grab them there. So number one, you could say to them, the bad news is that I'm out of office. The good news is that I'm out of office spending time with my family. For some of us though, that might be the bad news. Just kidding. Love my family. Um, second one, if this is urgent, please forward the email to you're ruining my Christmas at fakeemail.com. Um, just as a little, you know, little cheeky nudge to people to be like, hey, uh, this probably isn't, it's probably not that important. The next one, number three, I'm out of office, but you can always email my wife, husband, spouse, 
and explain to them why you are more important than time with my family. Ooh, another little tongue-in-cheek jab. Uh, here's another one. I think we're on number four. I'll be replying to emails on blank. You'd insert the date. But in the meantime, enjoy my favorite holiday playlist and send them a link to your playlist. Give them something fun to do. Number five, if you're spending, or sorry, <laughs> I have spending on the mind. If you're sending this over the holidays, I'm going to assume it's regarding my Christmas present. So thank you in advance and I look forward to receiving it. So get creative. You can, and there's also a ton on the internet. If you search out fun out of office email responses, you'll get a ton of them. So have some fun. Mine is already written. So write it in advance. Don't, you don't want to do this as you're about to sign off on your holidays, do it in advance. Mine is scheduled, ready to go out. So if you email me after December or on December 20th, between December 20th and the 3rd of January, you will get my out of office email response, which I'm pretty proud of. I have to say, I think it's quite cute. Um, so if you want to know what's in my out of office email, then you need to email me during that time. Here's the catch though. I will not respond to your email because I also have my email set to auto delete between those dates. I want to come back January 3rd to an empty inbox. This is something new I'm trying this year. I've never done that before. I've always spent time going through all the old emails, but think about how many emails we get every single day. And you're going to sift through them and there's going to be a ton of junk things that aren't really important, stuff that's probably already resolved that you don't really need to look at now. So I'm just saying them to auto delete. And it has that in my auto responder that I will be auto deleting all emails. So I tell people, if this is something that you need a response to, please email me after January 3rd. Or set yourself a reminder to send it or schedule it to be automatically sent on that date because if you send it now, I'm not getting it. I won't read it. That's something I'm trying this year for the first time. I'll let you guys know how that goes and how it works. I feel very good about it though because never have I come back from a vacation or a break and had any emails that actually needed my response because either they were out of date now and there was nothing to respond to or it just, it wasn't important enough to care about. So there you go. Um, plus anyone who schedules a session with me or an appointment, I, that's already automated. So if anyone books me for January for a consultation, it's already automated. They can book that. I don't need to be, I don't need to go back and forth with people to schedule things. So set your out of office email response and have it pre-scheduled ready to go so that it's one last thing you need to think about on December 20th or 23rd or whatever your first day off is. It's one last thing you need to do. It's already done and ready to go. So the next thing I suggest doing is planning out content. It's important to be seen. You need to be visible in business. If you want your business to grow, you need to be visible in the online space. So whether you're podcasting, blogging, if you send newsletters, if you are posting content on social media platforms, if you're posting videos, which I highly encourage you to do, you have content ready to go. I'm not a huge fan of batching content. I find I'm most creative when I'm creating and I'm inspired to create something in the moment. And then I'm usually like way too excited to share it right now. 
I don't think about scheduling it out. So this is something I'm also doing differently this year is that I am going to batch content. The agreement I've made with myself though, is that to keep it fun, I'm only going to batch like two things at a time. So after I record this episode, I'm going to record a reel for Instagram and TikTok and YouTube shorts. So I'm going to make a short video. I'm going to make the one that's going to go out today. And then I'm going to make another one that will sit on my phone and be edited and it's ready to go that I can then have posted later when I'm on a break. So I'm just going to create two things at a time. So every time I'm creating a reel, I'm going to create one that can go out while I'm on holidays. Every time I'm writing a blog, I'm going to write another blog that can go out while I'm on holidays. And I've looked at what I need. So I probably need about 10 reels pre-recorded, which I already have a few in the bank ready to go. I'm going to need two blogs and I'm going to need two podcasts to go out during that time. So I'm creating it now so that it's all done, saved up, ready to go. Oh, and my newsletters I'll have pre-written. So I send out one a week. Um, If you're on my list, great. If you're not on my list, I suggest you subscribe. Links in the show notes. Um, I send out, I think I send out good stuff every week. So things that are relevant to entrepreneurs, things to think about, things to motivate you. So I will have all of that prepared and ready to go. So I don't have to think about it, but I'm also not breaking that connection with my followers and my audience because if they're bored at home or their family is driving them nuts and they need an escape, they can still scroll online and find my stuff and find a connection with me. What I will do, and I'm on the fence of this, and maybe you guys can let me know what what you do about this or what your thoughts are on this. Um, I don't want to leave comments on my social media unreplied to. So that's one thing I might be doing is still replying to comments on social media. But I might not even do that till I get back. I'm going to, I might, that might be a see how I feel kind of thing. If I feel like I want to respond and it feels social and fun and light for me, then I might do that. But if it feel, if it feels like work, then I might say no, but I really love the interaction on social media. So we'll see. Um, I will definitely take dark days off social media where I won't be looking at it at all. And those will be definitely on the holiday days, like the actual days. But I don't know. What do you think of that? What do you, do you consider replying to comments on your social media? Do you consider that work? Does that feel like work or does it just feel like engagement? I guess for me, the line gets kind of blurred because I have so many friends who I've like real friends, my close friends who comment on my stuff that I still want to talk to my friends over the holidays. Uh, But then I also have social media friends, people who I've gotten to know on these platforms and I want to reply to them. So that might be I'll see how I feel about it. Ooh, I just had a thought and this could be another thing to prepare. And this, this is actually uh, something that I'm going to consider is having, if you're using many chat or something that gives you auto responses for your social media, that's a good thing to set up now. So I'll be setting that up, I think, for some of my replies to comments and definitely my DM replies. I'll be doing that for sure. Having some auto messages to go out. So, so far we have, you're going to set up your out of office emails. You're going to set up your content to go out, whatever content you're using. So if you're, if you're on LinkedIn, set up some LinkedIn content, whatever you're using to grow your business, your main content sources, 
have those all ready to go. Then you also need to prepare your clients. So let your clients know what to expect. I sent out an email to my clients a couple weeks ago and anyone who onboards with me now will, will get the same information. Um, and I've let them all know that I am not available from December 20th to January 3rd. And I've told them do not email me because I will not be responding. So don't email me on those days. I will be deleting them. I've also let them know not to DM me or text me unless it's social. And here's again where that line gets a little blurry. So I've told them I would love to hear from you during the holidays if it's a social thing. So if they want to wish me a Merry Christmas or they want to show me something cool that they did or they want to share something funny with me that they saw, I love, I love that stuff. I love hearing from my clients that way. But I told them if you drop into my DMs to talk about your business or do anything that's related to the work we're doing, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it and delete it and we can talk about it in the new year. So that might sound a little harsh, but boundaries are important. And this is all, all of this is about setting boundaries on your time so that you get what you need. But for me, I have left the door open for them to contact me through those channels for social engagement. If they want to just send me a funny message, send me a cute story, send me pictures of what they're doing on their holidays, then I would love that. But any business talk, I'm going to shut down right away. So you have your out of office email, you have your content, your emails, your newsletters, all your stuff ready to go out, you prepare your clients. And the next thing is looking at what kind of opportunities are available. How can you fill your January with appointments now so that when you come back in the new year, you have business to come back to. So the content that you're preparing, think about it from a sales perspective. So you're not just creating content just to be present and visible, but also think about what is the offer? What can you offer at this time of year to entice people to book with you so that you fill your January calendar? I don't like coming back from holidays to an empty calendar. I don't think any of us do because then we spend the whole time on our holidays thinking about I'm coming back to nothing. Where am I going to find business? How am I going to get paid next month? So think about that now as you're prepping your content for over the holidays and the content that you're sending out right now. What is the offer? What's your call to action on everything that you're sending? Do you want them to book appointments with you? Do you want to sell coaching services? Do you want to, like, are you selling coaching? Are you selling a program? Are you selling an online course? What is it you want them to do right now? What can you sell now to keep your pipeline full into the new year so that you're not worrying financially, you're not worrying about your business? You can just disengage and take a full and complete break. Take your breaks. So, um, you know, and the last thing I want to cover that I think is relevant is keeping your motivation going through this time of year. Because there are parties like next next week, I think I have three parties now to go to and the week after I'm, I'm seeing another party. And at some point, like I want to have my own gathering, which I haven't planned yet. That's on my list today. Um, so there's parties and there's social engagements and things and people are checking out of doing business. So how do you keep your motivation up so that you can get through all of this? Well, here are my tips for keeping your motivation high right through to the end of the year or until your last office day of the year. So one is you make a plan. You need to make a plan. Stick to a scheduled routine and that will help you use your time effectively and stay productive so that you're not just winging it every day 
or mindlessly going about your day, wasting time, you're being productive with it. Two, you've got to focus on what you want. You guys have heard me say this many, many times in different contexts. Focus on what you want. What are the goals that you set for this year and what can you complete in the remaining weeks of the year? Now, maybe you set goals last January that you've already accomplished. Great, they're done. Good job. Maybe you set goals and you got a little bit off track and you haven't completed them yet. Well, look at what is achievable between now and your last day of work that you could still achieve. How close could you come to it? Or could you complete it? And maybe there are some goals you set that you are nowhere near completing. And those are the ones to look at and say, is that still important to me? And you can renegotiate that goal. So maybe you need to just move the deadline of it, move the benchmark, reassess it, adjust the goal, make it relevant to where you are right now. Number three, to stay motivated, be where you are right now. So when you are working, work. When you're at a holiday event, enjoy it. Uh, When you're on your days off, be off. So this was a, there was a Jim Rohn quote, and I'm paraphrasing it because I don't have it in front of me. Um, But there's a Jim Rohn quote where he said something to the effect of when it's time to work or work when you work and play when you play. I think it was something, something along those lines. And essentially what he was speaking to is that when those lines get blurred and we start to play when we're supposed to be working, we start to work when we're supposed to be playing. That is a recipe for burnout, my friends. That will take you to burnout because you are never fully resting and you're never fully working. That's that limbo space again. So right now, when it's time to work, keep working. Keep your eye on the prize and keep working. When you're at the holiday party, be there. Enjoy it. Don't be checking emails or responding to clients during that time. That is holiday celebration time. And on your days off, be there. Rest. When you're with your families, be there. Be where you are right now. I said earlier, I don't believe in work-life balance. This is as balanced as I get. This is where, um, this is is work-life integration. This isn't work-life balance. Be where you are right now. When you're with your family, be present. When you are working, be present and focused and work. When you are out of the parties, be there, enjoy it and celebrate. When you're with your friends, be with them. So be where you are right now. Work when you work, play when you play. Number four, say no. You don't have to do everything over the holidays. You don't have to attend every party or event if it feels overwhelming. You can say no. You don't have to do everything. You don't have to go to every single event over the holidays. You don't have to go to everyone's house. You don't have to do all the things. You can say no. Warren Buffett said something to the effect, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something to the effect of the difference between successful people and very successful people are that very successful people say no to more things. Say no. You don't have to do everything. And then number five, celebrate your wins along the way. When we celebrate our successes, we tend to find more success to celebrate. So celebrate your successes. In my online community, the Level Up Club, I post at least once a week, I'll post something about celebrating your wins, sharing your wins. Join that community. If you're not in it already, come come hang out with us. Share your wins with us. We want to celebrate you. 
the more you celebrate and acknowledge your success, the more wins you're going to get to celebrate. So make sure that as you're going through the holidays and at this time of year, celebrate all the wins that you're getting. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you're not getting everything done or if you didn't accomplish every goal this year. Look at what you did accomplish. What what was great about this year? What are the milestones you overcame? What are the things you've learned? What are the, I, I bet you can find a lot, a lot of wins when you start to look for them. I recently had this conversation with one of my mastermind clients um, where every time we start every mastermind session with, I, I asked the question, what is your win from the last week? And everyone shares their wins from the last week. And and one of my clients always says, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I have any wins. I don't think I have any. And then as she starts talking, she goes, oh, I guess this was a win. Oh, and I guess that was a win. And she starts to find them. Every week she has wins. Um, but always starts out with, I don't think I really have any wins. There were no wins this week. And I challenged her on it. And I said, you know, every week you start the same way, but every week you have wins. So why not just skip past that part where you tell yourself you don't have any and go straight to looking for what is the win? Because there's always a win in everything. There's always a win. So celebrate those along the way. So I encourage you to take time off. Don't make the mistake I did. Listen to me. I didn't listen to that trainer who was much more wise than I was and experienced than I was. And I thought I could just push through everything and keep working. And that led me to burnout. I burnt out badly in my business. You might have heard that story before. Uh, I burnt out badly and I lost my health in the process. So I'm not going to make those mistakes again. And I don't want you to make those mistakes either. So please, please, please take your time off. You will not destroy your business if you prepare for it successfully. And you know what? Even if you don't prepare, even if you just wing it and you take your time off and you don't post any content during that time and you don't have a podcast episode or a blog go out or a newsletter or whatever, even if you forget to turn on your autoresponder, even if it, even if you do it all wrong, and I use the word wrong loosely, but even if you do it all wrong and you don't do all the things and prepare, you're still not going to destroy your business. People will understand. I would say if you only do one of these steps, make sure it's communicating with your clients so that they know that you're off and what to expect. Um, but nothing bad is going to happen from taking a break. I promise you, nothing bad will happen. The only thing that you have is to gain. And what you will gain is a fresh mindset, a fresh perspective. You know, your body will feel better. You will come back refreshed, rejuvenated, and energized to start your year on the right track so that you can take off running and one last thing to consider is that if you think about your competition in business, and yes, you have competition in business. Uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who like to say there is no competition. There's competition. It's business. There's competition. So if your competitors are of the mindset of like just easing off, drifting their way into the new year, uh, you will be light years ahead of them by putting in a little work now to prepare for your break and then taking a full break. You will be light years ahead of them and they will be running to catch up to you. So I hope that helps. I hope that helps you to take some time off 
do the things to prepare for it, to know what you need to prepare for it so that you can have a very successful first quarter of the new year and a very successful 2023. So thanks for joining me today. I hope this was valuable to you. As always, please follow me on Instagram at the Terry Holland. I love to hear from you there. If you liked this episode, if you found it useful, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a screenshot of you listening to it, share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at the Terry Holland. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I want. No other reason than I love seeing it and it makes me feel good. So if you got value out of this episode, I would love to see your screenshot and your capture on social media and tag me so I know you did it and then I can share it back and uh, send you some love back. So thank you so much for listening today. As always, have an amazing day and a fantastic week. Bye for now.